It is Sunday, November 20th, 2011. This is U60 to the Targ. Let's get it started. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, it's an update on the Royal Alberta Museum. I have to ask what's wrong with society and news on a Doctor Who movie. It's episode 5.03, Bigger on the Inside. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. And I am happy. I am very, very happy. I have an update on the story I was telling you about last week. You might remember in last week's episode, I started ranting about uh, the Royal Alberta Museum and how they want to build a big, bright, beautiful, brand new one in downtown Edmonton. But uh, the federal government pulled their funding, so the provincial government threw up their hands and said, well, project's off. Well, just a couple days ago, it was announced that after a month of serious negotiation with the federal government, the federals are ponying up the cash. They're getting that $92.5 million grant, so the Royal Alberta Museum is back on, baby. Yeah. However, this grant did come with some conditions from the federal government. One, they had to sign the contract with the contractor by the end of the month. And two, they have to... uh, No, I'm getting all mixed up here. Let me review the facts. They had to sign the contract with the contractor by the end of January. That was it. And condition number two, they have to begin construction by the end of November 2012. Well, it's already been reported that the contract was signed with the contractor the day that the funding was announced. So that's done. And as for beginning construction by November 2012, everyone says that is an easily obtainable goal. So yeah, we're getting our brand new Royal Alberta Museum and I am so happy. Like I said on last week's show, I just love museums and I think it's time for a brand new Royal Alberta Museum. Last time I was at the Royal Alberta Museum was about three years ago. It had been a while since I'd been to the Royal Alberta Museum, so I was like, hey, let's go check it out. So, you know, because the company is always after me to take to um, use up my time off, I booked a day off work and I went into Edmonton and I checked it out and I kind of liked it. But you know what? Let me give you some advice there, boys and girls. Do not do that. You know, taking a day off work and going in the middle of the afternoon, perfect for going to see a movie because there's no crowds at the movie theaters. However, doing that to go to a museum, you will run into so many daycares and elementary classes on field trips that you just can't help but feel a little bit creepy. So there you go. Royal Alberta Museum. The new one is going to be under construction in 2012, and I can hardly wait. Finally, a provincial museum truly deserving of the royal title. Ah, so awesome. Here's some Selena Gomez on uh, the TARD. My new boy used to be a model. He looks way better than you. He looks way better than you. My new 
said how to get me His love is deeper, you know He's a real keeper, you know Oh, bang, bang, bang I'm breaking in Stealing all my love back Giving it to him Bang, bang, bang This time I win I thought your love was all there Until I let him in You're gonna be the one 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 That's more than You're gonna be the one You're gonna be the one When I'm not having fun You're gonna be the one That's broken My new boy knows the way I want it He's got more swagger than you He's got more swagger than you do in the scene with Bang 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 here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon. Mark Cap is here with you. And you know what? Sometimes I just have to lie back, look up at the stars, and ask, what's wrong with society? What's wrong with society? I'm literally angry with rage. So I open up the newspaper the other day, and I see that PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, is all up in arms about the classic video game Super Mario Brothers 3. As you may recall, if you haven't played it since 1992, in the game, Super Mario has a power-up known as the Tanuki Suit. It makes him look like a raccoon, and he can fly, and he can turn to stone. Well, apparently PETA is all up in arms because the Tanuki actually is a real Japanese animal. Looks kind of like a raccoon. So here PETA is all like, Oh, how cruel Mario is! Just, you know, skinning all these innocent Tanukis for their fur! Ah, Super Mario! Fur is murder! Ah! And you know what? I'm looking at that and I can't help but think. You want to know what's wrong with society? Super Mario Brothers! Seriously! Stop and think about how cruel Super Mario is to animals. 
Not only is he skinning tanookis for their hides, he also goes around stomping on poor defenseless turtles and flying fish and jellyfish and all those innocent creatures. Are they actually in Bowser's army or are they just innocent bystanders and Super Mario's getting all stompy homicidal? And that's not all. Think about all the drug implications in Super Mario. You know, he eats a magic mushroom to grow bigger. He sniffs the magic flower to throw fireballs. And in Super Mario 3, there's a leaf that enables him to get to high places. A leaf that enables him to get high. We all know what that's talking about. Chocolate. Because chocolate comes from the cocoa leaf and people get a sugar high from that. But see, oh man, Super Mario 3 has to be one of the worst influences on children out there. So you know what we have to do to fix society this week? Put down Super Mario and play more Sega Genesis. Because hey, if we're gonna complain about a video game from 1990, we might as well seek a 1990 solution. Really, PETA? Super Mario 3, after 21 years, you figure now it's worthy of protest? My god, your relevance is quickly becoming irrelevant as quickly as something that's really relevant that goes irrelevant. I'm sorry, I'm all worked up and I can't think of a better metaphor. PETA, come on, get a life. What happened to the old days when you would get super models to pose naked and say, I would rather go naked than wear fur? Go back to naked women, PETA. Go back to what you're good at. And for the record, Nintendo has released their official statement. Apparently, the Tanuki suit was made by an ancient wizard named Tanuki. It's not the actual skin of a Tanuki. So there you go, PETA. The imaginary character uses imaginary fake fur for his imaginary magic cloak. Get bent. And that's what's wrong with society. What's Wrong With Society, brought to you by Cranky Pants Brand Underwear. Cranky Pants, now 30% tighter in uncomfortable places. Everything's better with Mark Chappis. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Chappis on U62, The Targ.
from this past summer's blockbuster Captain America. That is Star Spangled Man. Oh man, that's that comes on in a great scene in the movie. You know, they have little montage showing Captain America's rise to fame as a you know propaganda tool. And fun trivia fact: that song. Written by Alan Menken, who wrote all the songs for those classic Disney musicals, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and Beauty and the Beast. They got him to write that song. It's so cool. Alan Silvestri, who did the music for Captain America, also announced this week that he'll be doing the music for The Avengers coming out next May. So, 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 so awesome. Uh, I'm Mark Kappas. This is U62 The Targ. And we're just about at the end of this week's show. However, there is a very exciting bit of movie news I feel I have to share. It was announced this past week that the rumors were true. The BBC is developing a Doctor Who movie. Yes, the Doctor Who fans, or Whovians, as they're starting to call themselves, they were a little distressed, because first they did this thing uh, this year where they split the series in two. First half of Series 6 uh, shown at the start of the year, second half shown at the end of the year. Now it's been announced that uh, Series 7 for next year delayed until the fall. No more Doctor Who until fall of 2012. So people were going, gee... I wonder why they were doing this. Perhaps they're talking to Hollywood about doing a Doctor Who movie. And it turns out, yes, yes, that is what they are doing. Uh, David Yates, who did uh, Harry Potter films 5 through 8, he's also a long-standing veteran of British television. He has signed on to direct it and try and get it to the big screen. The goal is to have it in theaters in two or three years. But the big question is, is this going to be its own separate entity like the Doctor Who movies of the 1960s? Or are they going to try and do it in continuity? According to Yates, some of the offhand comments he makes, it sounds like it's going to be its own individual thing removed from continuity. Which may be a good thing because it could be a good jumping on point then for uh, new fans to the franchise. But it could also alienate those long-standing fans. And again, the argument for uh, having it be its own thing, I mean, Doctor Who premiered in 1963, 50 years of continuity there. How do you bridge that for a newbie coming into the theater? But all in all, exciting times ahead for Doctor Who fans. Speaking of Doctor Who, uh, coming up on uh, Tuesday here, uh, that's when Doctor Who, the complete sixth series, comes out on Blu-ray. So if you're looking for a Christmas present for me, I wouldn't mind getting that. Even though I did find, uh, you know, series six to be a little disappointing. Don't get me wrong, lots of good episodes in there, but the whole story arc with uh, the silence, I found the resolution in the final episode to be uh, a little bit disappointing. Basically, it turned out to be the whole thing was an elaborate ploy for the Doctor to fake his death, and it uh, wound up becoming just a great big joke to finally explain the title of the show. Eh, could have done better, but I got my fingers crossed for Series 7, because you know why? Doctor Who is awesome. And I think I will end the show on that note. Remember what the man said. Time travel is a lot like visiting Paris. You can't just read the guidebook. You gotta throw yourself in. Eat the food. Use the wrong verbs. Get charged double and end up kissing a complete stranger. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production.